Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Police departments across the country are facing a twofold problem. Hiring is down. Resignations and retirements are up. Resignations increased almost 43% from 2019 to 2021. Retirements rose nearly 24% in the same years. That's according to the Police Executive Research Forum, a nonprofit whose members include police chiefs from all over the U.S. That's a problem for society nationwide. If you can't get enough qualified candidates, and we heard from somebody earlier who works at an academy, said the quality of candidates has gone down, down, down. Um, that's that's a serious problem. That we gotta, oh, yeah. we got to look oh, at yeah. and figure out what we're going to do. Practically coast to coast, yeah. Um, morning consult poll tweeted out by Ian Bremmer. Percentage of American voters who see police violence as a problem in the country. Police violence. For Democrats, it's 89%. So damn near 9 out of 10 Democrats say yes. Independents, 4 out of 5. Or even Republicans, it's almost 60%. So see it as a big problem. Well, how do the numbers actually fit in with that? Which is something that Jason Riley is writing about in his opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal today. Uh, I'll read some of this. It's, it's, I think it's freaking good. A New York Times article last week on Tyree Nichols, that's the poor guy that was beaten to death, Uh, his memorial services today. The New York Times article managed to work in multiple references to the old Confederacy. In a news story about the death of a black suspect pummeled by black police officers in a city with a black police chief. Such is the desire of the media to shoehorn this tragedy into a predetermined racial narrative. If the media wanted to play a constructive role, it could provide some context and remind the public that fatal encounters between police officers and civilians, including black civilians, are rare in America. 
Remember that poll I just hit you with a little bit ago where 90% of Democrats, 80% of independents think it's a problem? Uh, Jason Riley is pointing out it's rare we're about to get to the statistics. Even though annual contacts between police and the public number more than 60 million, 60 million contacts a year, in recent years these instances have gained more attention, obviously, because of social media. That doesn't mean they're happening more often. In a 2021 report published by the Manhattan Institute, they noted that police killings of African Americans declined by 60 to 80 percent from the late 60s to the early 2000s and have remained at this level ever since. A study published in the Journal of Trauma and Acute Surgery in 2018 looked at more than a million service calls to police departments in Arizona, Louisiana, and North Carolina and found that officers used physical force in the course of arrests less than 1% of the time. And moreover, 98% of suspects who were arrested using force sustained no or mild injury. 98% no or mild injury. Now, that wouldn't lead me to believe that the poll numbers of, you know, 90% or 80% of various groups thinking police violence is much of a problem. Yeah, you know, uh, the only thing I would interject is it can simultaneously be a very rare problem and a very serious problem. We can't have the government beating us down in the streets. Absolutely. As free people. It's a horrible thought. On the other hand, the narrative that suggests that it's happening all the time, that's just wrong or you're scared to send your kid out into the street or drive a car down the street because police are hunting as lebron i think once said hunting black people um in new york city home to the nation's largest police department police shootings have declined by 90 percent since the early 70s nationwide police killed 999 people in 2019 so just under a thousand people in 2019 killed by the police according to uh the washington post's own numbers The victims, almost all of whom had weapons of these 999, included 424 whites, 253 blacks. 12 of the black victims and 26 of the white victims were unarmed. Again, more than double the number of white uh, victims and black victims that were unarmed and killed. And a small number total anyway. Even assuming the worst, that the police officers in the Tyree Nichols video are as guilty as they appear to be, It would be wrong to generalize about policing based on this incident. The data simply don't comport with the criticism of cops as racists and prone to excessive force. But what we do know is that recent past experience shows us that violent crime in Memphis is going to go up. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Why? Well, a Harvard economist has looked into the research and the aftermath of these high-profile encounters. You know, where there's a cell phone video or a body cam footage, and it makes the evening news, and we all see it a thousand times, and CNN runs it all day long, and it becomes a national topic. Whenever that happens, whenever police departments are investigated following one of these that have gone viral, police activity declines and violent crime increases. It happened in Ferguson, Missouri, after Michael Brown. It happened in Chicago, after a a cop shot a guy. And it happened in Baltimore, after a young black man died in police custody, custody after his arrest. I remember that horrible story. Um, more research, an academic paper concluded that in cities where investigations weren't prompted by national media attention, there was little change in police behavior or in homicides. But for investigations that were preceded by a viral incident of deadly force using a number of cities that we already mentioned, there's a increase in both homicide and total crime. 
The problem they determined was not the investigation itself, but the circumstances under which it occurred. In Baltimore and Chicago, police-civilian encounters fell by 90% or more after the investigations were announced. I mean, that's practically cutting off policing altogether. Yeah, it is. Uh, Well, and I've heard straight from cops' mouths that in the wake of these things, you dare not police because if you're caught on videotape doing something that looks mean, 100% justified, 100% within your training, the regulations, etc., you will get no support. You will be hung out to dry. Nobody's going to stand with you. So your career, your family are all at risk. So forget it. Uh, I'll, I'll finish my reading just in a second because these stats are amazing. Our estimate, says this researcher, suggests that investigating police departments after viral incidents of police violence is responsible for approximately 450 excess excess homicides per year. 450 more people die when the police investigations are happening after these viral videos. So that is two times the loss of life in the line of duty of the U.S. military in a year, 12.6 times the annual loss of life due to school shootings, and three times the loss of life due to lynchings between 1882 and 1901—the most gruesome years. So, just to be clear, then the feeding frenzy coverage causes such a pullback in cops. Hundreds of additional people will be murdered because of that pullback in policing. Right. And the investigator, of course, said—I mean, the person who did the, looked into these numbers and wrote the paper said, "I'm not saying police departments shouldn't be investigated. Of course, not. but." We do need to encourage more introspection on the trade-offs involved when we increase scrutiny on police departments. I mean, if this is just a fact, we have to recognize there's a trade-off here. He suggested targeting individual officers rather than entire departments would help. And then letting local investigations run their course before the feds get involved. Hmm. I don't know how much that would help or not. I mean, how are you going to stop something? How are you going to stop it from going viral? When you got a video out there of what really looks like a murder, and turns out it was. I mean, now you can't stop that. And you shouldn't stop that from going viral. No, again, because it's such a serious problem in a free society or any society where you have agents of the government uh, beating people, killing people, shooting people uh, unjustifiedly. At the same time, though, I think what's, what's failing, and, and again, I'm taking this not from my own intellect, but... From what I've heard from uh, law enforcement officers is that there is a a feeling, it's more than a feeling, there's a knowledge that I will get no support. Nobody on the city council, nobody uh, uh, among the captains and uh, sheriffs and whomever is going to step forward and, and, and have my back. Because there's so much heat on right now, they don't want any more heat. So even if I'm in the right, even if I was doing exactly what I should have done in exactly the way I should have done it, they're not going to have my back because they just don't want the political heat. So I am I am out there at the end of a branch, taking on all the risk personally with no backing from the city fathers and mothers, as I so often say, I'm not doing it. And so there has to be a powerful message from the higher-ups in the departments, in the city council, in the mayor, you know, whatever, whomever, saying the vast majority of our cops are good cops. They do a great job. They serve and protect, and I'm proud of them. They're going to be out there doing their job today. They're going to be doing it the way they're trained to do it, and they have my support 100%. That message, if that message isn't delivered loud and clear and they, and they mean it, 
then you're going to see these pullbacks that are so dangerous. The Ferguson effect, they call it. Right. Are we capable of accepting both of these things being possible at the same time? That uh, Are we the media in this uh, question? The answer is no, absolutely not. I mean, it's cl- click frenzy. It's, it's just making money and... Uh, making things go viral. That's the only thing they're interested the in. The police reports from Memphis came out yesterday, so you got to see in black and white what they wrote down versus what you've seen with your own eyes in the videos. And they lied, 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 lied after they beat a guy to death. Just lied like crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's just horrifying. Everybody involved lied, right? Right, yeah. At least just... that we've seen, yeah. But so, um, what was my thought? I had a really good Oh, one thing that would be very helpful, and I, I don't know why this can't happen. How about when you're, since we are going to cover these stories and we all agree we need to, um, how about when you do this story on the you know NBC Evening News and you show the video with five cops beating a guy to death and talk about how horrible it is, you throw in some of these statistics. The Washington Post's own findings are that you know X number of people died at the hands of the police in the last year. Almost all more armed, uh, you know, blah, 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 more white than black, blah, blah. Just throw in all those stats. Mm-hmm. What would be wrong with that? You know, the narrative drives the story. The instead narrative of, drives the facts in modern journalism. Instead of quoting some, mo- you know, mom on the street who was rightfully upset, uh, but quoting some mom on the street and saying, I just feel like they're hunting my son every day. You know, that that's not helping anything. That's not accurate. Right, right. Well, it's hel- helping their bottom line again. Mm. We we have substituted profit and 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 intense competition for clicks for the ethics of the newsroom of the past. I don't know what to do about it or how the republic uh, is going to deal with that situation, but it's bad. Uh, Jason Riley wraps up by saying the saddest thing is the fact that the mostly law-abiding residents of poor black communities will bear the brunt of any crime surge in Memphis, just as they have er- elsewhere when the cops pull back because of all the scrutiny. And those people who live there know better than anyone that criminality remains a much bigger problem than policing in their neighborhood. Remember amen, the whole defund the police? Yep. There was a lot of black neighborhoods said, no, 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 don't defund the police. Don't take the police out of this neighborhood. That's a terrible idea. God dang it. Anyway, you can comment on this, especially if you're in law enforcement and have any thoughts. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. The 
Armstrong and Getty Show. Are college degrees a scam? Bill Maher and Barry Weiss think so? We'll hear about that coming up next segment. Yeah, yeah, some really, uh, some. Uh, that's a good sense, I think, and another sign that uh, this conversation is starting to be heard. Sometimes when I'm just getting close to despair, uh, the sun breaks through and I realize, okay, people, at least some people are paying attention to this. Right, you've preheated the oven, you're just about to get down on your knees and jam your head in there, and something happens. You know, for once in my life, I did not do what I always do, which is send myself an article because so I can read it here on my big screen. Uh, but I left it on my phone, and now my phone is reset in a weird way. I'd, I'd lost the Hunter Biden story. I well, know that sucks. we have we have a written version of it laying around here. Do you have that? Do you want to hang? On? Well, how about we hang on to that? We tease that for uh, make sure we can do that correctly. Oh, there it is. All right, now okay. I got it. Okay, so here's the deal: Hunter Biden, son of Joe Biden. Yes. He slipped his legal assistant thousands of dollars under the table while the two were in a sexual relationship over several months from 2018 to 2019. Text messages recovered uh, show. I don't During remember period, the timeline on his life. Is he married to his dead brother's wife at that point? Or? Nah, I think this, well, he may have been still, but he was uh, addicted to crack. He had unrestricted access to his father's Wilmington, Delaware home where classified documents were being stored, by the way. Uh, but the assistant, who the Post is not naming for some reason, is one of the at least four women who hooked up with Hunter while on his payroll, including his sister-in-law, Hallie, her sister, Liz, and baby mon- mama, London Roberts, um, the, the 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 first son kept images of having sex with the this assistant in her own blah blah blah. Tired hearing about it. I don't know how people live these lifestyles. I get stressed out just reading about their lifestyle. It sounds horrible. Just horrible. So tens of thousands of dollars transferred to these various uh, women he was sexing up. The transactions found their way into a so-called suspicious activities report, an SAR filed with the Treasury Department by J.P. Morgan Chase and currently being sought by House Republicans. The same SAR also highlighted payments made by Hunter to people with ties to human trafficking or the adult entertainment industry. That would be porn. Teat. <laughs> Thanks for that. So this is a guy with all sorts of money laundering, tax problems, questionable transfers to perhaps illegal entities and the rest of it. Imagine um, the news coverage of this story if this were Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump versus you won't hear about it anywhere today. Anywhere. I could read you some of the sexy texts. Please do. About That's what, what we're here for. They're about what you'd expect. Well, I actually can't. They're too frank. Well, give me a rough idea. <clears throat> I'll blank your blank for cash. Or, I mean, what's going on there? Show me how you blank with yourself when you're all alone. We can have a contest to see who blanks first. He offered in a follow-up. If you win, you get $100. And if I win, I just win. Everyone wins in this game. Oh, I like games where everyone wins. It's a beautiful spirit. <laughs> wow. And this is the guy who is making hundreds of thousands of dollars, sometimes per month, consulting with foreign entities where his dad happened to have the uh, 
the, the policy sway. I don't find that at all suspicious or or matter for concern. I guess I'm guessing that e- any of these women didn't know the other three existed, or they, they they might not have all been at the same time. Oh, okay. And again, uh, Hunter had access to the houses where they're now finding classified documents everywhere. Oh, the FBI is searching one of Biden's homes as we speak. Yeah, that's a big news story today. If you missed an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So you are too squeamish to uh, read any of the Hunter Biden text exchanges with his girlfriends on the air. (laughs) Squeamish. (laughs) So I was reading through them myself. It's not clear why he's sending them money from these text exchanges. I mean, they ask for money and he sends it to them. But it's not clear what the like what the what what's going on there. They're both getting what they want. They're prostitutes, Jack. It doesn't well, seem not. like it. It seems it seems like more of a, well, I don't know. I don't know anything about this lifestyle, but. Friends with benefits? Uh, keeping your girlfriend uh, happy? I don't know. Man, you're getting pretty close to just flat-out prostitution, though. I mean, I mean, if, if she's uh, fooling herself into believing, oh, I'm not a prostitute. I just I have a boyfriend who's a generous, you know, wealthy man. I mean, because these, yes. these are um, uh, she says, Hey, do you have any money? I, I'm having him really scraping by. And he said, he said, he'll send her $1,500 as soon as he figures out the whole PayPal thing. She said, anything helps. I've really been scraping by the last month or so. I haven't even paid my rent yet. And then he sends $1,500 through Apple pay. And, and, uh, and he says, you have to make up for back work by FaceTiming me and, or giving or going to our next club party. So the FaceTiming thing is what they're going to do with, uh, Pardon the salty talk here, people. Um, the masturbation contest they were going to have, that was the FaceTiming mm. a little later in the text conversation. But he's, so he's sending her 1500 bucks. She's just saying she can't make rent and saying, yeah, but yeah, here's the deal. You have to FaceTime me later tonight or go to the next club party, whatever that means. What is that? I don't know, but it's dangerously close to prostitution. Well, so, well you know, saying. and like, I, I don't, you know, uh, I'm not worried about that so much as just. I don't know. It's just an interesting relationship. I don't know what's going on there. Man, was he consorting with any of these trollops while he was in Joe Biden's house where all those classified documents are? Are you are you uh, pretending to be worried about that? Or I'm not actually worried about it. I think he was way more interested in his 
his drug of choice in uh, sexting people up than to going through the boxes in the garage next to his dad's Corvette. Maybe one of his trollops was old Fang Fang, Eric <laughs> Swalwell's girlfriend. We don't know. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, so uh, don't uh, don't become a prostitute. Go to college <laughs> instead. How do you like that for a uh, a transition? Bill Maher, Barry Weiss, uh, two of our favorite commentators these days, uh, neither one really a conservative per se, but both are crusaders against the lunatic Marxist woke thing. But in this case, they're talking about, it's funny, it's funny, especially in Bill Maher's case, that in so many ways he's different from either one of us politically, but on certain topics we see completely eye to eye, like how how college has become such a scam in the United States to a large extent. And uh, Mar and Barry Weiss were talking about this. We'll start with number six, Michael. You know, I, I, I think often these days college degrees aren't worth the paper they're printed on. And, and here's... Uh, well, that's... Uh, <laughs> I, I have to say, no, when someone but, applies for a job with me and no. they haven't graduated college or gone to college, I am more interested in that. There's nothing more elitist than college. And people know that. It has been in this position of this show for a very long time that the Democratic Party is kind of on the wrong side of this issue because their their opinion is always their program is always get everybody into college. Everybody should go to college. Just the more people sitting in classrooms looking at blackboards, the better off we'll be. And I've always said, no, we should make college less necessary. Don't get everybody in college. Finally, someone's listening to me. Josh Shapiro. He's the governor of Pennsylvania, Democratic governor. This week, signed his first executive order, 92% of state government jobs won't require a four-year college degree, opening up 65,000 jobs, because you don't need a college degree for almost all the jobs they claim you do anyway. Right. It's a scam. It's a racket. But it's... Education is a racket. And what clearly is... You know, and it would be less true if it were not also the case that the amount of studying and learning that's done has declined astoundingly in the last 40 years. The amount of teaching done, what's asked of the the students is just, it's plummeted off a cliff. So, I mean, do I really need that college degree in the 80s that showed I'm willing to stick with something for four years, bust my ass, be disciplined, keep showing up, blah, blah, blah. That paper says, yes, he is that disciplined young man you're looking for. Well, now it doesn't even say that. It doesn't really say anything. No. No, absolutely not. Next clip, Michael. What Josh Shapiro just did is fabulous. It's good for the economy. And and frankly, it's a thumb in the eye of the higher ed cartel in this country, which is a move that is fabulous for a party that is now totally associated with the urban elite. It's just it's great all around. And we shouldn't stop with just state jobs. Like I think about journalism, right? Used to be a blue collar profession. Yeah, there's absolutely no reason you need to go to Yale and get a gender studies degree to go out (laughs) in the street and ask people questions. What she said. And then we got one more. Yeah, this campaign for 18 months in Ohio. One of the biggest applause lines I would get was when I said, we need to bring back shop class to our high schools. And if you want to start having people, there's there's no reason we can't have a K through 12 education system where you're not job ready coming out of it. We should be able to redesign that system in 2023. People recognize that the system is broken 
and that to go all in on we're going to forgive all of the student loan debt, too. And you're going to take that money from a union worker who's driving two hours and working, you know, their rear end off to make ends meet. You're going to take their tax dollars and you're going to give it to somebody who has a gender studies degree from from wherever. That pisses people off. And I think that's part of the chasm that we have in the country right now. So listen to this. Forty four percent. 44 percent of all uh, job seekers with college degrees regret their field and the top (laughs) regretted fields. I love this. Journalism, sociology, (laughs) liberal arts, general studies. Why don't you say partying? I mean, really, (laughs) general studies. So true. You know, Jonah Goldberg had a piece we we featured it. uh, I think it was last week. Um. Talking about how in virtually every realm of human activity, before you're entrusted to do something difficult and complicated and advanced, you have to prove that you're good at the basic and, and you know, you know, well, basic. You got to work your way up to take on the stuff that's really complicated and, and difficult. Well, in our school systems, they're doing a crappy job. A horrible job. And now maybe there are societal things at play that are are making it much harder for the teachers, and I'm more than willing to talk to you about that. But our school systems are doing a terrible job at the basics, reading, writing, and arithmetic. The kids are ignorant. As they go through school and get out of school, they're doing a miserable job, and yet they want to teach queer theory to your kid and transgender theory and sex roles and the rest of it and this experimental, utterly insane, theoretical crap. So, you know, you could be in favor of eliminating all that garbage just on the basis of, no, first get the basic stuff right. I would argue... If you want to add a little something extra on top of reading, writing, arithmetic, make it microeconomics, meaning how to pay bills, how credit cards work, how compound interest works, how to fill out a job application. What does it mean to have a job? What is going to be expected of you in the workplace? I could teach that class. It'd be a semester long. It would be busy as hell. Every single day would be spent learning a lot. And I know of those programs because every time this comes up, you all write us emails and describe your local school, what a great job they do on it in a few cases. Um, If you're going to do something extra, America's schools, do that, not try to teach my eight-year-old little boy that he's probably a little girl, and that's great. Well, clearly, we're at an inflection point on this whole college thing when you got the Bill Maher crowd. I mean, that was Bill Maher. A, a liberal host with a liberal uh, uh, columnist and the Democratic candidate for the Senate in Ohio agreeing that nah, it's a scam. So yeah. that's interesting. Um, speaking of Bill Maher, he, uh, he is an interesting dude in that he lost a bunch of friends through COVID from being on the other side of the whole vaccination thing. Like he and Howard Stern won't speak to each other anymore. Because Howard Stern was huge on the people need to get vaccinated and people should be fired who don't. And Bill Maher's absolutely not. The government does not get to tell me what shots I take. And uh, and he has lost a number of uh, people close to him in terms of that. Too, too angry at each other. You got to admire his, uh, his willingness to, you know, speak the truth as he sees it and let the chips fall. Hmm. 
Speaking of uh, journalists and going to school and getting a degree, uh, that's headed down a wrong path. Can explain that to you in just a second. We'll finish strong with a bunch of stuff. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The FBI searched the Penn Biden Center in Washington in mid November after lawyers for the president found about 10 documents with classification markings there. Two sources tell us that the search was conducted in cooperation with representatives for the president, but his attorneys, the White House, nor the Justice Department had previously disclosed details of the search. That's Ed O'Keefe of CBS News yesterday pointing out that the White House didn't tell us this. Once again, CBS is telling us not the president, not his lawyers, not KJP. We had to find out from some news leak or something like that, that the FBI had searched his home way back in November. Well, the breaking news now is, earlier the breaking news was, the FBI is searching his beach home today. Now the news is breaking that they found no classified documents at his home. He's visited his beach home like a half a dozen times since that original November FBI searching his home. You would hope that you didn't have more documents in there that could be found and embarrass you by now. You've had months to have somebody go through your boxes and get them out of there. Well, right, but each time the FBI goes to search us someplace, they find more. They have, but it doesn't prove anything, does it, that today they didn't find anything in his beach home? It doesn't mean anything. No, no, not really, no. You finally, after three months, apparently have gotten all the do- classified documents, you know, into another <laughs> house or burnt or... Please, the FBI calls me and says, Joe, we're going to search your home in July. So, uh, anyway, don't get rid of any evidence. <laughs> Yeah, okay, sure, click. <laughs> uh, durr. You know, it's worth mentioning, and we haven't mentioned this month much, but we get this email now and again. It's a, it's a point worth tipping our cap to, that if you are a low-level State Department employee or a, a, a sergeant in the Army or whatever, and you're caught taking classified stuff home with you that you're not supposed to, you can go to jail. It's a serious offense. You're in a lot of trouble. And if we have clearly, and, you know, frankly, we all believe this to some extent anyway, but if it just becomes inescapably obvious that we have a two-tiered justice system, one one system for the powerful and one for the peons, 
That ain't a good look for this country. Well, it almost seems like it's a system, uh, the tiers are presidential candidates or not. Because Hillary, Trump, and Biden are getting different treatment than even General Petraeus got. I mean, he had, his career was ruined over this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, different story I want to finish with here real quick. Jonathan Turley, who we like around here, law professor, writing this about journalism and where we are now. We've talked about this, but here's more info on it. Objectivity has got to go. News leaders call for the end of objective journalism. Wow. We've previously <laughs> discussed the movement in journalism schools right now to get rid of principles of objectivity in journalism. Advocacy journalism is the new touchstone in the media, even as polls show that trust in the media is plummeting. Well, now, former executive editor for the Washington Post, Leonard Downey Jr., and former CBS News president Andrew Hayward have released the results of their interviews with over 75 media leaders and concluded that objectivity is now considered reactionary reactionary, and even harmful. They interviewed 75 media leaders. The prevailing attitude is that objectivity is reactionary and harmful. Uh, said the editor-in-chief of the San Francisco Chronicle, objectivity has got to go. Wow. Wow. We are really in a new era. Yeah, I'd say when they're admitting it uh, openly like this, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not shocking. Those of us who consume a great deal of media, that's become fairly obvious. But Yeah, but I, I feel like the fact that there was at least some pressure to try to pretend you're objective was keeping it I don't know, somewhere in the area of uh, I could stomach it. But, I mean, if they're just going to flat out announce, well, we're going to hide facts that hurt our case because we believe we know what the right position is and what the wrong position is. Oh, what's the point of even reading the freaking news then? I mean that, honestly. What is the point? If you tell me objectivity is dead, well, then what's the point of me reading your story? Well, Don't everything's watch in ed- the news. Uh, good decision, son. Uh, that is uh, everything's an editorial then. So you're just reading editorials. Um, uh, you know what strikes me? If I may reclaim uh, the remainder of my time to uh, revise and extend my comments, <laughs> um, uh, what, the situation that I think a lot of us assumed was going on was that they're so biased they didn't realize how biased they are. They were still claiming objectivity and professionalism, but they'd gotten so, you know, ideological they didn't realize how how badly they were failing. But no, indeed, what this says is no, they they, they weren't actually trying to be objective journalists or good journalists. They were being advocates and they knew it. Here's a professor being quoted in the Stanford Daily. Journalists need to be overt and candid advocates for social justice, and it's hard to do that under the constraints of objectivity. 90% of what is called social justice is neither social nor justice. It's injustice. Man, if all pretense are gone, though, I mean, you don't even have to kind of pretend that you're doing a news story. I don't know what the point is. Yeah, I think that's probably good, though. I hope word gets around. It's like that college thing. More and more people are realizing, oh, they're not even trying to be objective. Like your big evening newscast, your 60 Minutes, your, you know, uh, New York Times. They're not even kidding us anymore. That's handy to know. Hey, folks, it's, uh, it's time for, for uh, final thoughts with uh, Jack Armstrong, Joe Getty. Hopefully after me, we can uh, go out and uh, 
slap five and uh, get some ice cream. Just just have a good old time. That's the president right there. Say hello to the FBI for me. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Michelangelo, our technical director, will lead us off. Michael? Well, for a lot of people, today is the end of dry January. And I remember you got to dunk your head in cold water three times to get rid of a hangover. Right. So just remember that. Party tonight. Stay out of the bar. Stay off the sidewalks. Let's get after it. Jack, a final thought for us. The pace of change is just dizzying. And we're just all trying to get used to it, I guess. The FBI searching the current president's house. Yeah, okay. That happens now. Leading journalists are saying, no, 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 no. Being objective, that's that's awful. That's the worst thing you do. You know, you have to be, you have to have a position and push for it and hide facts. Okay. Yeah, wow. It's just the world we live in now, I guess. Okay. Great craziness. My final thought, and I want to talk more about this tomorrow. Uh, it was interesting. I was at a big meeting last night for uh, part of a an organization that I'm part of, a very big one. And it was about the collecting and, and spending of money. It was very much like politics. In fact, it was politics, but on a very, very local level. And it was so interesting to see all of the dynamics we talk about in national politics, from voting blocks to people who had personal animosities to informed voters, then uninformed voters, and then voters who probably shouldn't be allowed to vote. It was just all played out there. It was what democracy looks like. And it was so interesting to just sit back and watch it and think, best system of government ever designed? Oof. Except for all the others. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com for the hot links. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Pick yourself up a t-shirt. Helps to keep the guys on the payroll. And uh, dar, da, de, what am I forgetting? Ah, the podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, extra large. The one more thing. The link is there at armstrongandgetty.com. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. I'm strong and getty. I won't be long-winded. Bunch of whores. Yeah. Yeah. I expected more. Okay. Are you shitting me? And by the way, my Corvette's in a lock garage. That's just unheard of. So, let's go out with a bang. Hey, uh, you looking for uh, those two missing monkeys from the zoo? Ah, uh, yes, sir. Yes, we are. Absolutely, we are. Go to one, two, three, Oak Street. Think you find something you're looking for. Click. <laughs> 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 that high note? Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah! So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top ten for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. 
Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.